Chatting with your girlfriend here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Ardith, Suna, Iakis, they've all rubbed off on him as much as he's rubbed <laughs> off on them. So I want to make it clear that, like, he is channeling his inner Ardith when he punches that guy out. He is channeling his inner Shannara when he tries to enjoy the luxuries of the city. He is channeling his inner Suna when he just, like, shanks a guy. Yeah. And then wants cookie? Yeah, and he is channeling his inner Iakis when he uses his fists. Give me that fucking cookie. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, I'm just waiting for a horny joke. <laughs> you know, I think Galdrian is does want to get Suna a cookie. He's just half of a fucking continent away from her right that, now. That, that's going to be the best part is when uh, Galdrian comes back and like goes to hug Suna and gets down on one knee and like throws an arm around her. It's like I've got you something. Reaches in his pack and just pulls out this shining astral cookie. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. How did you know what I wanted to derail this campaign into? <laughs> I, I actually had an idea for a game where I wanted I wanted it to be a modern arcana game. So, like, D20 races in a modern setting. But I wanted it to be around a bakery. And all the characters, like, the only reason they go on adventures and stuff is because they're weird demi-humans operating a weird demi-human bakery in a human city, and they have to, like, go to other planes to get ingredients for their <laughs> specialty customers. That makes yes. me, like, uh, think of the game Chef's Brigade. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. that's, they, that is a fantastic game. Like, So I wanted it to, it's like, we're going on world-ending quests to get, like, this mushroom that only grows in a cave on a behemoth that lives in the astral chaos. It's like, why are you doing it? Oh, we need it for this pizza because this guy ordered it. This, is, this guy's a repeat customer and he tips really well. Yeah. He's constantly like 3,000% tip. Because we're the only place that sells this. So speaking of, uh, of uh, a couple of hundred years coming into effect... Uh, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast where we kill parents. At least once a season, it seems. <laughs> no, I don't think I killed any parents last season, did I? You killed a lot of people. Yeah, they were people's were parents. parents. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to be clear. The engine killed a lot of people. I, I killed know. Cabby, we know. <laughs> Cabby had little cabbage kids. Wait a minute. Didn't you kill Mardiana's dad last season? No. No. Because she was... witnessed that. And I thought she got mad. No. That was pregame. That was pregame. Okay. So okay. so his parent murdering thing goes on even even uh, uh, see? Yeah. You know That's true. Like, I think I've done relatively well as and far as dad. From my my uh ratio of like introduced characters to introduced characters' dead parents. I think I've done pretty good. You have not been Disney. You are correct. all right. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and now we're real important Disney. one here. What's the status of Proud Scream's parents? Uh, Proud Screaming as well, but in Asonia. Okay. Okay. They, they are they are proud of their little Proud Scream. If you, and the, if... the sad thing is, he's the runt. <laughs> if you if you actually quiet down. And stand really still. You can vaguely hear a proud scream <laughs> across the ocean. That's impressive because they're like five thousand miles away. 
Yes. I'm just saying, overall, one dead dad in the scheme of things, not that bad. <laughs> really not that bad. Unless it's artists. <laughs> uh, because no, I will remind you, I have pointy things and you sit right there. No, that's the thing, right? Is like, if if I have a little GM passport book full of stamps, like that stamp's already been checked. <laughs> He's, that is true. He, he, he died in a previous game. Uh, and if you want an explanation of our continuity... Uh, too bad. Too bad. Go back and listen to it from the beginning and you'll catch it all. Or maybe I'll finally finish writing Art's bio. You know, at some point, I really should just have a bonus episode for our patrons, which is like, all right, from start to finish, here is the here is the entire history of this world through previous timelines and all. I think it's funny that you can pare it down to one episode. I think I could. I, I think... If I cut out the fine details, I could, I could get a, a good explanation. Now, speaking of good explanations, you guys had better explain yourselves. Um, what do you mean? What happened last time, you guys? I did not have sexual relations with that. Oh, wait, that was the automaton. <laughs> uh, he didn't either. Galdrian killed the guy partially for mouthing off at his... Uh, at his uh, companion. Companion. But Nobody also, calls her a big bitch. Yeah, no one calls, no one calls giant woman mom a monstrosity. Even though giant woman mom uh, did not care about the insult. <laughs> yeah, she's been called worse. Today. But also, he, he, Galdrian has been around the block enough to know that, or to learn the hard way that sometimes doing the noble thing makes things worse. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So he wasn't taking any chances. Yeah, that's fair. But it sounds like it wasn't for the worst. So, speaking of... uh, For the worst. For the worst. (laughs) I would like, Mike, if you would, tell me what the glorious Hycosian headquarters of uh, your primary business interest looks like. Um, it is actually... A small building. It is unassuming. It stands out in Hycosia because it is not some grand, opulent building. You walk in, there is a desk with a little pixie-sized desk on said desk. And the secretary's desk is actually what I'm on. Um, but no, it, it's it's a small little business. Um, ran with me and one secretary. So... It comes to you as no surprise when uh, there is a knock at the door. You are all but certain that Galdrian is on the other side of that knock. Yeah, it's about time. Mm. It means you probably went after the gnome first. Yeah, that, that tracks. Um, I, I will ask my secretary, who is actually a tiefling, um, Oh, I have to remember how tieflings are named. Usually by concept. Okay. It'd be more like a title than a name. Yeah, it's more of a title than a name. Um, give me the name of a devil prince. Oh, you would have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one struggling. <laughs> Um, we will 
insert edits as necessary. Yes. I have to pull up my notes. Because I already have the the name portion. But. You want to involve a devil prince too? Why not? That never goes wrong. Yes. Exactly what I was thinking. Um, let's see. Current known devils, uh, devil princes, are Echinus, Kalmunia, Lawit, nope. Saloth, Eurachmiel, and Rorari. What was it? Saloth? Saloth. I'm going to turn to my um, tiefling uh, secretary, Saloth's best deal. And ask her, Saloth, can you uh, please get the door? Uh, hold on, just writing this down. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, yes. Because, uh, you know, tieflings aren't important to this setting at all. Uh, congratulations, you just made another big bad. Yep, congratulations, here's the true, the true villain. Well, at least it's not something bad like best deal. Like that, that won't bite us in the ass. Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, so you are pretty good with people. Um, you're not sure, even after all the time that you have worked with this individual, how precisely they identify themselves. Uh, mostly because while they retain the basic shape of a tiefling, which is to say... Mm, more or less kind of humanoid with horns and hooves and digitigrade feet. Whenever you look away and look back, like details are different. Mm -hmm. Something is changed or a different color or something. You still understand intrinsically that it is this individual. And if you like see them on the street, you recognize them. But ever changing, ever changing. They get up, don't really say anything. Galdrian, this uh, this door you have knocked on is opened. Uh, there is a tiefling on the other side of it who is just staring at you with big gold eyes. Hello. Hello. I am here to see uh, Mr. Friss. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> and... It steps out of the way. Sina, the uh, the room is not nine feet tall. She like crouches down to make it through the door. Yeah, it's it's probably and makes like, yourself as small as possible. The the thing is, it's probably like two inches shorter than it needs to be. Like it's just enough to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When yeah, she'll shuffle in, stay shuffled, and like where there's reception chairs, like move them over. And just plant herself there. The tiefling looks like it's going to say something. I, mean, uh, I have something I need to file. Um, yes, yes, you do that. Thank you. She's still Close up. the door. Yes, I will. You said the D word. Really? <laughs> I'm allowed to say what I want in my own house without setting off the dogs. <laughs> Come on in, come on in, y'all hear from a little voice on the desk. 
Is she actually going to go file someone just sit back down and start filing her nails? No, she... she or they. They, uh, sorry. Uh, yes, sorry. Walks over and we'll say there's like, uh, you know, a stack of uh, chairs for guests. They just take one, set it down, and then just sit there and stare at you. <laughs> just all three of you. And uh, Galdrin's going to... Uh, Pardon me. Pardon me. To Saloth's best deal. We have talked about this. They are guests, potential customers. Smile for the guests. Eyes narrow, which are no longer golden, by the way. I will say they're black and they have white rings in them. And it just slowly starts to smile. Is it the most disturbing smile I've ever seen? Uh, it's not until it kind of like starts stretching slightly too far and then begins smoking and then just blood starts running out of the corners of, of their mouth. There is such a thing as too much of a smile. I'm, I'm sorry, but you have something going on on your, you, you know, your face. And that's that's you, you do not. That's better. That is fair. That is more welcoming than you were before. We will continue to work on it. When when you say that, tell us best deal just holds up a hand and... <laughs> you test my patience. From what I understand, they are correct. And I'm going to glare at her with like just the utmost threatening vehemence and make her stop like... I'm I not. will pull out the pen. You know, I'm just imagining that, like... I'm sorry, they. I make them stop. I'm I'm imagining that when you look at them, it, like, gender is just, like, not even a concept. <laughs> um, I'm going to step right in front of his view mm-hmm. of her and say, Hi! Greetings. So, sir, welcome to my business. Wow. Yes. Talk about rude... No, 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 no rudeness involved. I just, I know you are not a client. Um, so, so. I could Sal- be. best deal, like, makes a show of slamming open a drawer and digging around in there and then, like, slamming the drawer shut and then walks over to, uh, walks over to Riss and hands him a particularly, like, him-sized piece of paper, which, when you... Uh, put it on the desk, it folds out to an actual people-sized piece of paper, and it is an accounting of all of the the money she has recently cost you. I know that you're not a client, so I will get to you next. I I could be. I will get to you next. But this gentleman was the one who knocked. So we'll have an accounting with you later. But I am helping that gentleman. That sort of remains to be seen right now. So, welcome to my business. I I see you have met my lovely assistant. She's on her way back. They're on their way back. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to be honest here. I'm just imagining that any pronoun might be accurate at any given time. It it is, and it's really confusing to me, and I'll, I'll go off on this little tangent. Because in my head, tieflings are... It's they they do not have an assigned gender unless they choose to show one. And there are tieflings who have sexual qualities 
and that's unique to them. And I have them in mind when I'm talking about other characters. So I'm like, oh, she. Wait, no, that's not right. So forgive me if I misspeak on pronouns. They, uh, they are walking away from the group. Let's go with it. <laughs> I like they better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just go with they. Uh, they are walking away from the group, and their head just like spins around, so that they're walking forward. Their head is facing backwards towards you, and is watching. And while these two are talking, I'm going to try to reach for the paper with my account information on it. Fold it up and stick it in my in my suit pocket. I do apologize. I know they are very creepy sometimes, but it does cut down on security, and I will be damned if they don't write the best contracts. Oh, yes, I can. I, I have a little <laughs> bit of experience with... Uh... So, you... What brings you to my office? Mm. Well, uh, my late father... Uh said that you might be a potential resource, and uh, I uh, I assume you know who I am. No, no, I'm so sorry. Uh, who is your late father? Uh, Master Lunar Storm. I didn't get his Oh, no, I had first heard name. that something had happened today. Hmm. Yes, oh. well. I'm... Have you been challenged yet? Yes. You accepted, correct? The... Fool got a sword through his throat. Oh, excellent. That saves a lot of time and problems. Uh, so, would you like to uh, engender my aid for legal counsel? Um, you know, dealing with the bequest of the wheel? How can I help you? Um, well, uh, perhaps a little bit of that. Uh, did you happen to send that man to do the challenge by any chance? No, no. I had actually thought about something like that to expedite that and maybe have uh, whoever the the child was, but I, I hadn't actually heard that his heir had come back yet, so I was at least a day behind hiring somebody. Alright, well, uh, you should know that uh, I do not have uh, I have not succeeded my father has his heir. Oh, Oh. And get the fuck out. <laughs> okay, well, with that, that knowledge, that, uh... Ah, um... Is it my turn now? Uh, hold on. One, one moment. So, if you're not wanting me to handle vast sums of money, um... What is it you need? Someone had my father killed. Well, that stands to reason. This is Hykogen. Leaders don't just die, naturally. When I find out who that person is, I intend to... take Speak away everything that they own. Oh, you have come to the right place. I am great at taking away everything that somebody owns. He is. He really is the best person for the job. See? And it doesn't involve illegally slitting throats. Most, most times. Most times. Yeah, yeah, most Mo times. Most times. You seem a little too happy about that. I stay well within... His legal rights. Well, I'm only 
confirm nor deny that. It depends on what the fee is uh, and just how excessive you want the end to be. But I can make sure I, you leave a happy customer. Right. Well, um... Now, whereas at one time I was not happy. Right you now. You were also not my client, but my other client was very happy. Right now, what I want to find is information about who might have uh, had my father killed. Who was his father again? Uh, his father was Lunarbrook? Lunar Storm. Lunar Storm. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, the yes. man who supposedly ran uh, three fifths of this city. Well, you're oh, you're a yes, prince I, then. I, I, well, no, he's not succeeded as the heir. He is not the prince. So you're a would be prince. Yeah, yeah. He's a beggar prince at this point, at best. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I could see it. I could see it. But. So oh, did he come to you to beg for money? I didn't know you needed money. No, no, not not saying that at all. Oh. Um, I represented his father quite well many times, um, and I helped build his fortune. Um, oh, so you're giving him a loan? Well, hold on now. I mean, with the correct interest rates and and uh, a couple of deals drawn up, I might be able to. Uh, As they're talking, Galdrian's going to go over to Salal's uh, best deal, mm-hmm. and not creeped out at all, just like so. How, how come you're stuck working here? They look at you. I like the hours. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Coffee's pretty good, too. There's coffee? No, it's just like black tar back there. <laughs> like black tar heroin, <laughs> that is. Uh, no. They, they shrug. Not right now. Ah. I didn't think I smelled something. Uh, now, would you like some? No, 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 no. I am, I am good. I was just curious. I wasn't going to get you any. I just thought you might like some, which would make the lack of it more ironic and humorous. <laughs> Do I know what Saloth's domain is? Uh, good. Get ready to roll. Roll that consort knowledge. Uh, I'll go in. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll go and burn a look upon it. Because I'm curious. Me, the player, is curious. Oh, that's a 20. Uh, so that is a uh, 29. A 29. Uh, yeah, Sala. Oh, and because it is a natural 20 and I use my luck reroll, I regain all my luck points. There you go. <laughs> uh, Saloth is amongst oh, other that's things. A, that's a feat. I don't have that. Interested in apathy and also utilizing, how do, how do I want to put this? Um, utilizing loopholes in law specifically uh, to get what they want. Um, you probably remember hearing something along the lines of like the way they get to deals is by like starting negotiations, getting you to a point where you can't back out and then just stonewalling you with 
jargon and bullshit and like delays until finally you just give up and you're like, fine, fuck it, whatever to get out of this deal. And they're like, oh, yeah, that counts as an acceptance. Done. <laughs> <laughs> That's nefarious. Uh, I've uh, certainly have real life experience with that right now. <laughs> having, uh, having just bought a house, so I am Galdrian's going to not be uh, making any deals with this particular uh, this particular uh, tiefling, but hmm, give a nod and then knowing that they appreciate apathy will just turn around like he like he doesn't care. Well, uh, if you're done conversing with my secretary and intern, um, I would very much like to... Management in training. <laughs> <laughs> Without salary. You're paid in experience. Oh, that's evil. Wow. I was, <laughs> I was told it was exposure. Wow. <laughs> this is the most prestigious law firm in all of Hykosia, so you are very exposed. <laughs> right. Now that's a lot to unpack. All right. So, if you don't have vast sums of money, you are trying to find your father's killer. I could be interested in this because... Uh, if I find um, Lord Stormbrook's, uh, right? No. Or no. Lunar Storm. Lunar Storm. Lunar Sorry, Storm. I will get this right eventually. If I can help Stormbrook find... is the other client. <laughs> if I find Lord uh, Lunar Storm's killer, then that only reflects well on me, and then we can find the true heir, and then we can get just boatloads of money. Um, all right, so what is it you would like me to do for you? I'm certain that a man of your, uh, your... Integrity, inte yes, yes. Uh, I was going to say acumen. Uh, I would have said stature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has connections and can find information. Yes, yes, in fact I do. It, it seems if you have some money and you're willing to throw enough of it around, anybody will talk. If that was true, why doesn't he know who the true heir is? Well, because... Who knows? You don't know who the true heir is, right? No. <laughs> Are we Can taking you say volunteers? That, I, <laughs> can you say I, that I mean, a little... I, I, really, I really don't know... I would have thought that you would have been the true heir, so... My father uh, wanted to keep me safe from whatever If bullshit. your father is like any of the other lords of this realm, there are likely many bastards running around. So whenever I say I don't know who the heir is, I merely mean that I have the resources that I could track them down. Mm -hmm. I just... Haven't done it yet. Right, well... So, no, I don't know, but yes, I do have an idea of how I could find the true heir fairly quickly. Uh, do you suspect that perhaps this true heir... Actually knew your father? No, this Unlike true heir you? perhaps might be involved somehow. 
Uh, quite possibly. Um, I also know your father. He was a giant pain in the ass and uh, had a twisted sense of humor. So until we find out who killed him, I am waiting for the other shoe to drop because he didn't leave me his will and testament yet. So either he has sourced it out to somebody else or there's something else, some other error out there. So I don't know. I'm not offering any official recommendation or ideas, but we might be able to find some information. Perhaps this might help a little bit, and Galdrian's going to slide out the journal page from uh, Mr. Blades, uh, Mr. Mr. The Blades Blades, (laughs) uh, journal about uh, how someone offered him magical powers. Wow, you really are a bastard. Don't worry, we can afford to get you some teaching, because this penmanship is absolutely terrible. That is not his penmanship. Oh, thank God. Um... I'm an elf, please. We, we write much loopier than that. That is the guy he killed. That he should not have killed. Says that was you. the challenge. Um, do you have one silver coin? Mm, I think I can perhaps scrounge that up. Give it to me. And Galdrin will... Now I'm going to mark oh, down okay. I have. Grand, fantastic. I'm on retainer right now, so now you can tell me anything... That may not be completely legal. <laughs> this is fine. Smart. The man issued a challenge, and I slew him in the street after offering him every opportunity to walk away. Oh, oh no, that's that's entirely legal. That, that bastard shouldn't have challenged somebody like you. Like, uh, I know, Rincewind, that guy really had that pole shoved up his ass. Was it a pole or a sword this time? Well, uh... What I'm curious about here is the part where he was offered magical powers if I refused. Oh, oh, that. That is simple. So you're you're clearly not from around here, right? Right. I mean, I... Well... Not officially, no. Uh, dueling is a thing that we do around here. I myself have killed no less than eight duelists. Um, people get very upset with a lawyer who wins a case against them. Um, So they are within their legal right to ask for a duel. If you turn down the duel, you have to give up some part of your magic. I believe, is that... So, um, you have to give up... Well, the duel has to be sanctioned. Okay. By a higher power. Okay. And part of that sanction is setting the stakes for the winners and losers... And then setting a stake if the duel is rejected. Okay. So I will explain it correctly. Sorry that I I did that incorrectly. But um, I will say, so clearly someone sanctioned a duel against you and set that as the stakes. uh, And if you had refused, it would have been the same thing as if you had lost. Mm -hmm. So you see... uh... Oh, oh, that gives me an idea. Um... Bestil, I need I need to know. Can you access the list of sanctioned duels in the last twenty four hours? I will pay you double. 
I mean, we don't really care if you do it or not. They uh, go over to one of the uh, one of the drawers, get a get a little notebook. I'll be back. Slam it. Go up to the door, slam it open, slam it closed, walk out. Okay, so while we wait for that, um... you have you really have to, uh, you know, understand understand their uh, patrons' domain and and. Uh... I don't care. Um, so I pull it out and I. Ha! Save. Uh, thank you. It's like you're um, channeling Iacus there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I. Uh, I say, while we're waiting on that, I will pull out the sheet of paper and unroll it and file it. And, uh, what is your character's name again? Jola? Yes. Um, Miss Puddlefern. Yes? Um, I need you to sign this. This right here states that you have cost my company, uh, and business ventures... Um, it looks like a total of 16.2 million silver. Um, and since you were boasting about that earlier, if I could just have you sign that, um, we'll go about getting this filed away for your record. Please. I'm gonna take it and crumble it up. I'll pull out another <laughs> one. <laughs> it's okay, he's got a duplicate. He has it in triplicate. Well, I have much more than that. Yeah. We had a deal. You would help me, and I would help you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There was no payment required. I, I know. You You have yet to help me, so that's why I'm having you sign this. I have helped you. How? I have brought you work. Yes, you also... I have brought you many jobs. That paid well. No. Galadrin's going to look over at Cyanus. No, you did. Do you think they're, you know... That would be quite a feat. Well, you know, I... I, At the old... That's just merely a statement of the slaves that you have freed. And the damages to my business that you have done. Half-giant. Which you were just talking about. No. Oh, my. I, I but you this, were I in agreement to free them. My goodness. And so you sign no, that, and then they, I'll they, sign it, and then we'll have the statement on the record. They, they told stories But there was no it. money it was, it was involved. No, no, of course not. Of course I do not. think That's these why two I like to, to see each it. other. But that is saying... And are about the shifty... What is about as shifty as the other? Well, you know, goods and services, really they cost certain things. And I so am right there with you, young The master. freedoms cost... The door Had slams open. <laughs> uh, Best deal comes in, just tosses a bundle of newspapers on the desk, and then goes and sits at their, uh, their previous non-desk seat and starts glaring at you all. Alright, I will take these newspapers and like fling them over. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the cool thing about your desk, if you don't mind me inter interposing a bit, okay. is that anything you put on it, you can change the size of it to okay. suit your needs. Cool. Then I will go flunk, 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 and I'm looking for Rincewind's name. Uh, do I find Rincewind's name in the sanctions tool list? Yes. All right. Then I will flick it and put it big and say, look, right there. And Galdrian's going to look at the entry for the sanctioned duel. Uh... It gives the, the address. 
it gives uh, his name, Rincewind the Blade, uh, with the blade in quotation marks. Uh, it gives the victor as uh, unknown, but reported to be House Lunar Storm. And does it say who sanctioned it? It does not. But there's an address. It's the address. Sina recognizes where the duel took place. Of the uh, intersection. <laughs> well, damn. You know, it's unknown, but if if they're already having reports of it, you could track down the the newsy that was nearby. I'm assuming because if they have potential reports. There had to be someone reporting it, um, and was, you could probably many, beat it out of them. There was many people reporting it. We heard it the second he did it. It was being yelled down the street. So I tell you what, you've intrigued me. I'll I'll help you out. I'll come along with you. Uh, best deal. Can you watch the office? Um, yes. I can watch the office. Excellent. It's going to do tricks. Well, we're not going to have any customers, and I don't care if she takes them or not, because she will. Com they will completely screw them over if they do, so I'll just have to come in and clean up the mess later. Um, so, you know, interns. What You're are you not very do? nice to her. Oh, I'm fantastically nice. I just don't care about him. Then you I shouldn't care about this statement. I'm not signing something that has already happened. Not that it's important, but my last boss used to actively chew on me. Do you taste good? <laughs> they they actually look down at themselves with, with a slight bit of existential confusion. <laughs> I can... Um, Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That just looks over at... at uh, Looks over at you. Well, there's nothing for it. Then steps up and just walks right up to you. Holds her finger out to your mouth. <laughs> I'm just going to lick the finger. Actually, like the back side of the hand. Um, <laughs> You take 2D6. <laughs> <laughs> no, if... You've ever tasted, um, like, highly calcified mineral water to where it's kind of, kind of tingly? Like, it's not unpleasant, but it is definitely flavored, and it makes your mouth tingle a little bit. Like, that's what you get out of it. Well? She, she looks at you with just an expectant... It is very tingly. Well, I'm told in certain circles that's a good thing. I mean, some people may like that, so I guess I could see them chewing on you for the tingly sensation. Well, best deal, while we're away, there is one thing that I need you to do. Um, if you will uh, file the charges against uh, Jola Puddlefern while I'm out, I would greatly appreciate it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Begin the what charges? Now. There is no charges. Uh, but I'm happy to come you to you You have no and... proof that I did this. Oh, no, we're just 
don't worry, a, uh, a constable will come by, you'll be served, papers, it's, it's okay, it's no big deal. Um, you realize you're going to be with me when this happens. You are just as guilty as... <laughs> he reaches in and pulls out papers. You are just as guilty as I am. I don't think that's what the law will find. Uh, so. Personally, I think you two should just fucking get it over with. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. No. But I mean, I'd be, I'd, I'd be pretty good. You're not my type, doll. <laughs> so, that being said, you think you can handle all of this? <laughs> <laughs> that being said, here, uh, he pulls out a little bag. He's like, uh, this is 10,000 silver. Uh, let's take this. Let's see if we can find, spread it around, see if we can find Wait a that minute. he was. Wait a minute, you're just going to give him money, but yet you're going to have me arrested? Yes. Unless I'm clear. So, we spread this around and see what we can do to find that newsie that was spreading all the word. And see if we can, you know, track down a lead, see if they have any inside sources at the paper. Who might... Be able to find who sanctioned this duel. Right. Suppose that's a lead. Our other option is to check out your mother's place. You know. Hmm. Or are you not prepared to do that yet? I'm not going to be able to help you because apparently I'm being arrested. Oh, no, no, no. Not arrested. You're going to be served papers. We'll go through the legal process and then I'll take you for every penny that you don't have. That's fine. I really what don't do see do? the profit in that, but... Uh... Satisfaction. Okay, well... Satisfaction's let... a big deal around here? Yes, yes. Oh. I could duel her, but I'd rather not kill her yet because she's helping you. And due to my good client, uh, Lord Storm... You would lose plenty Lunar of clients. Storm. Lunar Storm. You would, you would lose plenty of clients. Oh, no, not when if, they see if your I was name not, on it. If... <laughs> well, uh, well, let it... I would actually uh, like to go see my mother's place. Or what? And who is your mother again? So I'm, I'm, I know that is in the Sun Chaser Sovereignty, mm-hmm. but surely she lived somewhere during her time here. She had a place here. Didn't... Well, she was here for a little while. To my knowledge, in my association with your father... He never mentioned that he had a wife or a mistress here. He was generally seen as a bastard. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, a bachelor, which is why I suspect that I can find some bastards because nobody can stay alone that long. He, uh, he registered some of his properties with us. Okay. If that helps. That does. That is surprisingly helpful for you, Bestil. Oh, then never mind. Thank yeah. you. That's the spirit. Then here they are. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm having this distinct regret about bringing you on. You're supposed Excellent. to be as non-helpful as possible. When you're helpful, that expedites things. 
we have problems when things move fast. You know how you cannot be helpful? You can set that filing cabinet over there on fire. That would not be helpful. Galdrian's going to uh, hold out his hand for the paper and look at the list of properties. Galdrian's going to hold out his uh, hand and for the piece of paper and look at the properties on there and uh, uh, looking for anything that sort of stands out. So the only thing that stands out, um, there's thousands of properties on this list because it is it is one of these uh, pieces of paper that like every time you fold it out there's another crease in it and you can fold it out again and fold it out again and fold it out again and these are only some of them and these are only some of them uh, there is oh and i've been there there's Ooh, only and one I've been there. right and uh, that's a nice piece of property right um first stop uh, here, and Galdrin will point to the brothel. Second stop, Newsy. Fantastic. And and why are we going to and, a brothel? In the meantime, I will take my $10,000 back, or silver back, just to watch on to that. Yeah, don't give it away freely, apparently. Right. Because it ain't free. That's what my mother told me. Well, you did get the best deal out of it. So I hear no, I don't think you understand. You oh. got the best deal. Yes, yes, I do recall. <laughs> there are some deep undercurrents I, here. I think... Uh, no, he's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I think the uh, recipient of that best deal <laughs> is uh, all in the name, actually. And uh, with that, Galdrin's going to uh, offer his hand to... Uh, Sienna. Who will shuffle out very. <laughs> Not that he can lift Sienna, but. I mean, we're still. I'm still in a cramped room. Yeah. And but I will shuffle out very gracefully. And. With your help. Go ahead and open the door for her. Chris is going to grab, as as we're getting ready to go, he's going to grab that laurel, put it back on his head, and he's going to grab a nice, well. Well, it's a pimp cane. It's a crystal scepter. <laughs> Spin it a little bit and fly up and all. I would like to think he's, you know, he's got the walk animation as he's flying and like doing the, <laughs> doing the lean, but he's just flying through the air. <laughs> Pimp walk flying. Uh, as uh, as you you guys go to leave, the the tiefling sort of you know walks up behind you. Well, I don't sleep, so I'll be here. Right. Bye. Bye. Galdrian has a little bit more sensitivity towards tieflings than I imagine the average person might, given his uh, experiences <laughs> with them. Many. So uh, probably understands that apathy, uh, that they appreciate apathy. Oh, yeah. At have least a, this one. Have a mediocre time. You don't tell me how to run my life. Yes, I do. I could probably help get you a paying job. <laughs> I think this is one that you can't help. <laughs> I don't think they really care. Okay. Just saying. They're, they just stand there, and as you guys are walking away, the door just slowly... <laughs> like, it, it closes. Whip, whip, whip. And then at one point, 
you know, door goes to, like, opens just barely and there's no tiefling behind it. It was cheap help. Right, well, mm-hmm. uh, how, I don't suppose uh, we have access to the carpets anymore. Unfortunately not, unless you want to spend your own money on it. That, that carpet ride that you guys took earlier was probably about 25,000 silver. Shit. Um, it, it's, it's fine. I can help us. Alright, well, we'll tell you what, we'll, we'll take it out of the, uh, the flesh of whatever bastard killed my father. Uh, no, no, it's fine. I will keep a running bill, and I will just bill it to the Lord uh, Riverstorm. Lunar Storm. Storm. Yes, yes. One of my most valued customers. Whose name you cannot remember. <laughs> we we will actually be charged. Uh, I will. No, no, it's fine. Supplying. I will, I will just bill the the household after all of this is settled. They'll appreciate me getting the true heir of their money. It's fine. I, I'm more than happy to. I uh, one carpet, please. I would. I am not authorized to make decisions on behold on behalf of. Uh, As your lord's lawyer, I actually am authorized to make these charges. If that was true, you would have a will. I am his authorized lawyer. And I have the notarized document saying it. So, one carpet, please. You, big you, enough for four. You uh, do not go... have the will. Well, a, a carpet lands. No, yes. don't. I'll, uh, I'll take out my chit. Uh, to Lord uh, Lunar Storm's account. Yes, yes, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Destination? This one, and Galdrin will fold it to the brothel. Hey. The man looks at it, gives you a wink. Right. just (laughs) shakes his head. Carpet folds up, takes off. (laughs) Uh, It starts heading back to the touristy area. Right, so uh, if anyone else challenges me to a duel, I will probably have to kill them. Just so we're clear. Excellent. I understand. Right. I don't enjoy doing it. You understand, as, and you're going to leave him alone, correct? As as long as he doesn't start enjoying it, yes. In I, my experience, you will not leave him alone. He has not enjoyed much of this trip, unfortunately. Well, yes, we can, his, we can change that. Died. We. Well, you're trying to get him to A man enjoy. he never knew! You can see it's clearly hurting him. Are we sure we want to bring them along? From, from the Not side, you just see the driver's eyes, like, <laughs> slowly <laughs> look back at you. Anyway. I'm so sorry for your loss, sir. We... In the most professional, like... Real it's, thoughts and prayers situation. It, it, yes, <laughs> it sounds very sincere, but it's as insincere as... So, so we will start showing you a good time. Not like me personally, but we will find you a good time. Because you have to enjoy the city, too, while you're here. Sometimes, when you are enjoying yourself, you have a tendency to attract other people. I'm just saying... When you attract other people, they may talk and have information. Your friend there has four arms. Two of them. 
can place over the mouth. It is very effective, I have been told. Say the word and I will throw them off. <laughs> <laughs> but what I say is true. How else do you expect to get information? Or money. I could gag both of With them. Money Lot. is not always a good option. Lots of money. Money is the devil. No, no. Uh, I have to say uh, Sully's best deal is a devil. Well, tiefling. Tiefling. But her patron is a devil. What is your name again? My name? Yes. Proud scream. <laughs> At that, um, the the little the little pixie just wrist. seeing what just it, seeing how uh, she reacts. She she reacts to that bolt face lie. I had a client named Proud Scheme. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about that. Okay. Ray, roll me a perception check. So it's your d20 plus four. Okay. Plus a skill. relevant skill. Then I could have been 13. <laughs> well, seeing as I'm a people person and I have to notice things about people to talk to them and socialize with them and everything, mm-hmm. can I add that? Sure. So that would be 13. He is flat out lying to you. In fact, you can visibly see him lying to you. He has a great big red aura around him when he says his name is Proudscreen. So, Mr. Proudscreen. Please, Mr. Proudscreen was not my father. It's a little bit of Gal's humor here because Galdrin, if yes, Galdrin. Please fuck with him, please. Yeah. You deserve it. With an air of a know it all. I'm going to say, is that Galdrian proud screen then? Galdrian, Galdrian. Ah, ah, yes. Driver uh, looks back over his shoulder. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Actually, what's what's? Does it make you feel good to lie to me? Just throwing that out there. It makes me feel good <laughs> to lie to you. You, I don't really care about. I've had a very bad day. I could see that. I've had, so uh, I'm actually, trying to uh, have some fun. So am I. <laughs> his fun just happens to include the blood of his enemies. No, no, no. That was not fun at all. No, not not that idiot. Oh, wait a minute. So it was That's proud... not fun. I'm talking about the guy who murdered your dad. Oh, that, that, I'm not going to enjoy that either. So proud scream huh. is somebody you killed and you're taking over their identity. No, 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 no. He, I... I don't think that uh, man could be killed by anything. I hope not. Anyway. So why lie to me? Because you know my name. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. He wants you to say his name. So. <laughs> say my. Nope. And <laughs> I honestly, stopped. I stopped. <laughs> the. I don't know that either one of you is being entirely honest with me, and I don't particularly care. I've been nothing but honest to you. Yeah, right. No, that is right. Do you I... mind if I 
in legal terms. My job is to be honest. Yes, uh, please, please. Uh, lawyer is not <coughs> honest. But your lawyer is not a job. <laughs> please direct your attention to my... The lady with four arms and nine feet tall. Okay. If Hi. either of you cause any harm to my young master here, yes, I will throw you across the city. I don't Am plan. I making myself clear? I have no plans to harm him. Why would I harm him? You might change your mind about that later. But if you I don't harm anybody. Listen. Freed slaves. <coughs> Listen. I don't like her very much. She's very bossy. Oh, I do. <laughs> if, I, I repeat, like if either of you cause harm to him, I will throw you across the city. Hey, I'm on retainer. He's my client. I can't hurt him if I want to maintain my image. That's why I've been nothing but honest to him. So I'm right there with you, lady. Power. I want you to see if he's lying. Keep this in mind. <laughs> yeah, by uh, all means. Understand? Uh, what? I want you both to keep this in mind. Understand? Okay. Absolutely. I have nothing but his well-being in my heart. I think you have nothing but the well-being of what the household will pay you. Yes. That too. That is true. That is they very true. Mutually See? She knows you. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I never made any qualms about it. I've been nothing but honest. You keep saying that word. I don't think you know what that word means. Make, make me a perception check, right? <laughs> Same as the last one. Much better. So that would be a 23. So, have you said a single lie in regards to Galdry? Absolutely not. He has not lied. You see a, a, a nice, calming, blue-green aura around him when he says that. Which is very infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> so while you may have not lied... You are still not very trustworthy. Seeing as how anybody could come up with a sum of money and become your client and you drop him. He is on financial hardships. And two, lawyers have a strict code of honor. And three, my threat. Of course, her threat. But I didn't even need the threat, which you kept cutting her off. But no, no, he is my client. I'm happy to represent him. And yes... I am happy to get retainer from the household after it's all said and done. Are we close to this brothel? <laughs> uh, this probably goes on for like another <laughs> ten minutes. I tried. If you'd like to take a nap, I will make sure you do not fall off. Well, before before we reach there, um, Riss actually goes over to Galtrian and uh, catches him on the side. And he says, okay, all... All legalese aside, I truly am sorry to what happened to your father. I mean, he was a shrewd man. He was very successful in everything that he did. And I am where I am today because everything that he did for me. Um, so that is the reason why I asked only for a silver to represent you. That is why I'm helping you. I truly want to see what's going on here and who got to the bottom of this. Um, yes, I am not as good as our friend there, but I am entirely legal, um, and I want to see vengeance done upon his enemies. So, you, you have my thoughts and prayers. 
save the prayers for whoever uh, whoever did this because I don't intend to give them any. Good. Good. Just so we're all, as long as we're on the same page there because I want to see them suffer and I lack some of the ability to do that. Why do you want to see them suffer? Involved in this. I can overhear. <laughs> There's not much of a side on a carpet. I'm sorry. You, you do know that privacy. the driver can hear us, right? That's true. Oh, it's a company carpet, so you can insult it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take you out back and beat you with a rat with a stick. <laughs> it likes that. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Oh, it's you're like, a dirty carpet. <laughs> tread on me, daddy. <laughs> He's like, oh, look. Goes faster. <laughs> he goes faster. He's like, oh, look, we're here. <laughs> Tassels are standing on end. <laughs> the carpet is so pert. You know, we made it all this way, and we didn't make one munching joke. Great job, everybody. <laughs> and there you went. What do you think? <laughs> what, do you think yeah, what do you think happens at the brothel? <laughs> Which, speaking of the brothel... <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, brothel segue is going into the band list name. <laughs> um, so, as you enter the touristy area, it, it, you start to get into like these big high-rise buildings. And space is kind of at a premium. Except for this one hill. And on this hill, Galdrian, without a doubt, 100% recognizes the building that is sitting on it. It is color for color, shot for shot, uh, piece by piece, an exact recreation of the brothel that he grew up in. Down to, uh, I want you to think of a traditional Western saloon that is maybe five stories tall. And it's very grandiose with lots of balconies and lots of open windows. And it is painted almost an electrifying white. Like the paint has to be magical because it is standing out more than the, the actual magical signs around it. And plus white. Uh, yeah, it is stark white. Um, and it has like uh, all the accent work is like powder blue and... Um, uh, like that soft, very feminine pink. Um, there's a huge garden growing in the back of it. And there are between uh, one and, let's say, a thousand girls at any given time. Oh, wow. Hanging off of it. That's uh, a big building. It is a huge building. Like, it takes up easily three, four blocks. Uh, it is it is massive. And if Galdrian remembers, there is a courtyard. So, like, the first floor, the first couple of floors are the facade of the building, and then they wrap around in an L shape. Um, and underneath the roof, there is a gigantic pool and courtyard that goes into the, the garden. And it's all covered. Um, there are all kinds of amenities. Now, when you knew it, when you knew your building, rather, it was particularly run down and 
had seen better days. Um, it was kind of in its heyday, you know, it was past its glory days. I mean, uh, this is what the place had to have looked like at its peak. And now, is it bigger? You said it's built size for size. Is it scaled up? No, like, it is okay. the same size. Uh, like, when I, I say there are like a thousand working girls that you can see, uh, there are also different races mm -hmm. and uh, different sexes. But uh, when Galdrian lived in the building this size, there was maybe 50 people. Oh, wow. So he 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 was there long after it was an attraction. This is just a building in the same shape and size and function. Function. Mm -hmm. Carpet sets down, and the driver says, "So like half an hour or?" <laughs> wow, oh, that's quick. Uh, listen, I don't judge. Just, just wait until we're done. Uh, okay. Keep the uh, that's keep the expensive. He 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 says, uh, yeah, I'll just. Uh, I'm sure they have a waiting area, and when he he steps off, you guys step off. This whole carpet rolls itself up like, and then folds in half, and then he picks up a strap and slings it over his shoulder. Says, "I'll be in there if you if you need me." Sounds good. Listen for screams and fire and... Uh, oh, Wait. I'm sorry, I'm not... I guess... <laughs> I'm sure we'll come back down and he'll be busy. He says, if I understand right, that's that's the usual around here, so... I'll listen for exceptionally loud ones. Are you alright, young master? No, I'm not, but thank you for asking. You're gonna get a giant hand squeeze on your shoulder. So no, what are we doing here? Uh, what did what do you do at a brothel? I don't believe we're here for that. And one of one of the girls comes up and goes, "Here for what? We have something for everybody, even him." <laughs> actually, Especially me. Actually, I, yes. I have a regular room on on rent here. That's sad. What's sad about having a good time? Sounds like you could have one. Weren't you just uh, extolling the benefits of having a good time? I didn't mean here. Hmm. We'll, hmm. we'll say uh, one of one of the girls comes up and says, uh, yeah, there's actually plenty of health benefits to having a good time here. Uh, she points at one of the elves and says, she's been doing this for 500 years, and look at her, she's fit as a fiddle. I understand this might be difficult for you, so in the heart of hearts and in the joy of giving you your time and space to process this as you need, I'm going to step away. Ladies! <laughs> Are you going off to your room? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we'll say one of, one, of the, uh, one of the waitresses comes by and just like holds out her, her drink uh, tray for you to step on. <laughs> uh, and, and starts walking away. Uh, uh, I'll yell back. Y'all let me know when he's back down. <laughs> right. Uh, it's a lot busier than I expected. How do we find out who's in charge? Oh, I know. 
Mm. I would say try the bar. Or a hostess. How do you know? Oh, I've dealt business here. That kind of business. But you said you didn't like going to a good time here. In places like this. Business is not a good time. Sometimes for these ladies and gentlemen. It is if the client knows what the fuck they're doing. You hear, yeah! (laughs) A bunch of cheers from, from, from the workers. Sometimes women and or men and anybody really that have special talents used when they were a slave, this is the better working place for them. Fair enough. Um, well, uh, I would then... So come on, let's go. And I'm going to start walking off. Right. <laughs> As we're going, I'm going to, like, pull out a lot of money and tell my working ladies to get all the gentlemen they can to circle her and pull her off. <laughs> so we can get and some give shit done. time to, like, a lot of money and a lot of men. <laughs> Yeah, um, she's not playing Hilda. <laughs> make a uh, make a perception check for me. All right, um, I am gonna use impulsive yeah. as the uh, modifier. So fourteen. Okay. So you get this nagging sensation. Um, you're pretty good with crowds. Um. Somebody is watching you. Like you just feel like somebody's burning a hole in the back of your skull. Hmm. But it's hard to pinpoint it because there are so many people here. Uh, You are able to push through it and continue with your plan of tossing cash around. And at some point, uh, we'll say in the next few minutes, Galdrian and Sina find themselves on an upper landing. You have no idea where Riss is, and you have no idea where uh, Jola. Jola is. She just got bundled off by the Chippendale dancers. Are we any closer to find the proprietor? Um, if you ask, you basically get bounced from person to person. Um you get over to like a wine steward at one point. You get to uh, someone who is leading a procession of naked dancers around a pool. Um, you actually, at some point, get uh, get sent to the band director who is trying to keep people off of the stage because they have an act coming up here soon. Um, and at that point, Sianna will actually offer. I will sit here and and bounce if um, you will tell us some useful information. As long as I can do it while I'm loading these boxes. You know, he's got, he's handing stuff off. Uh, Galdrian recognizes a lot of primitive instruments. Like, literally drums that are made out of tanned hides uh, that are, like, you make a drum out of a tanned hide, but you make it look classy. These are clearly meant to look primitive. And then, you know, the guy reaches in and pulls out some accessories, and there's, like, skulls and uh, spears 
And, you know, he starts attaching them to this, this band set. This is going to turn into Dust Till Dawn, is it? <laughs> they pull out a sign that says Chingon. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's not a tango and a dancing bear. No, that's tomorrow night. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Siana will protect the stage if it gives him room enough to ask questions and maybe get some useful answers. Mostly what you're protecting it from is people who are like, oh, well, there's a bunch of naked guys over there anyway. Might as well not even try to make it up to a room. And, and some worker who's like, I don't care about boning down in public. It's just like nine foot tall forearms just saying, not the stage, guys. Away. Go, go find a table. Which actually, at that point, uh, we'll say that Sina does see at least two elementals who are with customers. <laughs> okay. Um, it's whatever floats their boat. You haven't, like, you were created for a very specific and singular purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the elementals you know were created for specific and singular purposes. Uh, in all your time, you have probably not ever seen one created for a brothel. Uh, if that incites any curiosity <laughs> in you whatsoever, because... Eh. No, it's just like, held head tilt. Yeah, just but, slowly. Uh... But what happens? Uh... Galdrian, you you do find yourself. That's how Genasi are made. <laughs> oh no. We don't want to get into the Genasi creation myths. Yeah, let's not. Why so does the why does the elemental cost four times as much? <laughs> you, you see, when a tornado and uh, and a weird bit of astral magic love each other very much. <laughs> uh, no. Sina has, you can see her from where you are, you're at. Um, and it stands subtle. out. Yeah, the band director doesn't really give you much other than, like, there is a madam. Uh, she's around somewhere, but probably not out here. Because uh, at the end of the day, the madam is just running the books and making sure the actual brothel runs accordingly. Well, if you uh, could uh, tell me where I might find the madam, this is, uh, you can, or if you happen to run into her, uh, this is about uh, a matter pertaining to Master Lunar Storm. Oh, uh, are you with the family here to here to collect his his belongings. I, I heard uh, I heard something had happened. Uh, my condolences. I, I can I can get a staff member to maybe escort you up there. Right, uh, that would be most appreciated. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, did you want to? I mean, she's helping right now, and he points at Sinus. Did you want to take? Or I, re I recognize the seals. Yes. Uh, I just didn't want to say anything. You know, people like their discretion. I, di I didn't realize I was I was dealing with family. I'm I'm sorry. Well, no harm done. Um, not here. Um, not that I have any. I grew up in an establishment much like this. I'm not. I'm not uncomfortable here. Oh uh, yeah. Let me. You know. 
uh, since Master Lunarstorm is involved, uh, let me, let me, you know what, it's probably more important than the band. He turns to Sina, mm -hmm. you're doing a good job, I'll be right back. And he just goes sprinting off. Galdrian will follow closely, uh, as pace as best he can. Yeah. I will keep an eye on where he's going. Yeah, you can follow like him around and then upstairs and then around and then upstairs and around and around and around. Uh, that guy takes you to one of the dressing rooms and uh, says, I, I need, uh, you know, actually, I'll just let him explain and drops you off. There's a, a gaggle of individuals, various races, sexes. Uh, getting ready for performances or getting ready for shifts or recovering from shifts. Um, you are in a just gigantic, like, 37 dresser boudoir. Somehow we knew it was going to come to this. Yeah, the, the guy pats you on the shoulder and is like, uh, I'm sure one of them can help you. I, I'm, my, my area is downstairs. Right. Um, can I at least ask the madam's name oh uh well you just call her the madam i, I think she likes her privacy uh she's a halfling if that makes any difference to you wears a mask you'll know her all right thank you um you turn around there you know 35 eyes, <laughs> pairs of eyes staring at you. <laughs> oh, no, one eye. 35 Hey, there's a Cyclops. Don't judge. <laughs> Actually, there probably is a Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I was uh, hoping to collect Master Lunar Storm's things. Uh, there's just this, this pause... Everyone kind of stops and stares at each other. And then in one gigantic group, all of these individuals just rush Galdrian and oh just start like layering on hugs and patting you on the head and just giving you condolences because they heard about your, your father uh, and what happened. It was tragic and sudden and nobody can believe that anybody had the gall to attack him at his home where he was most well defended uh, yes uh, well, yeah. every every everyone here men women and creature alike like nobody has a bad word to say about him yes uh my father uh i didn't get to meet him before his passing and something tells me I might have liked him um, but if please I I would like to see his things and if it's not too much trouble I, I would like to speak with the madam uh, she's busy but uh, one of the girls steps forward uh, she is a a uh, looks like maybe a sea elf 
of some kind. She has gills and pointed ears and kind of slightly shimmery skin. Says, I can I can take you. I, I knew uh, your father pretty well. I have access to his room. Thank you. Right right now or Yes, please. Okay, I, I you know, you're in kind of a good position here and she gestures to all of the <laughs> all of the, the women around you. So I, I didn't know if you wanted to bask. Maybe later. No, okay. Uh, she throws throws a, an arm out to you for you to take. He'll take it. And uh, he's a gentleman. Does, mm-hmm. So you come here often. <laughs> First time. Oh, you just seemed pretty familiar with the the layout. Yes, uh, this is it's a little uncanny. I grew up in a building not as nice as this one, but it was very similar. Yeah. Yeah, you just didn't seem perturbed at all, and. You know, you opened it up, and there, there was the boudoir. Uh, you know, most people don't expect that. You, you seem like you knew what was on the other side of the door. And Galdrin will point to a door <laughs> and say, uh, "Can I just like know a detail about?" Mm-hmm. Like, I happen to know that that room. Clients aren't supposed to go in that room, but. Uh, oh, and why aren't they supposed to go in that room, Mister Smarty Pants? Uh, because. That's supposed to be a food storage room, and it's technically a health code violation to, uh... But clients go in that room. I mean, why do you think it's a health code violation? They like doing weird things with the food, and I don't judge. That's why that I food mean... is only served to people that sign a waiver. Or piss us off. <laughs> we don't. Uh, she leads you up to the, the highest floor and says, do you want me to accompany you in, or? Well, tell me your name first. I'm... Oh, they call me Docs. Docs. It's nice to meet you, Docs. My, my name is Galdrian. No. Apparently, Galdrian Lunar Storm. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, you don't... You, you do look like a lunar storm, don't you? you I, I can see it. Vaguely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe the name just doesn't suit you. Maybe. I'm still trying it on. Yeah. Well, and she holds up... She has a bracer very similar, but not as ornate as Sina's. And she holds it up to the door, which clicks open. Thank you. Do you want me to go with you, or...? Well, you, uh, from what I understand, the madam likes her privacy. Oh, no, this is your father's room. Oh, my father's room? Oh, yes. Um, I have no idea where the madam is. She's right. around somewhere. Well, uh, then let's... Yes, why, why don't you uh, join me? It's, it's not a proposition. Don't get me wrong. You seem oh. very lovely, but... Uh, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Oh, you have sea hag. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my true face. Uh, I mean, if you if you want the privacy, go ahead. I can just sit out here. I, oh, uh, I... thank you. Uh, I'll 
I'll try not to be too long. If you if you have business or simply don't wish to be here, I don't want to keep you here. But if you want to join me, please. Well, we're having a dance here in a little bit. Why don't you come find me there? All right. Sounds fun. Amongst other things, yes. <laughs> I mean... Naked conga line is best conga line. <laughs> uh, she says, I'll, I'll just... My dancing is usually more, uh, more one-on-one. <laughs> I know and, the feeling. And, uh, and it doesn't end until, until, uh, both people take a bow. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes several. Sometimes that's that's okay, but mostly that's bad for business. But I understand your meaning, and she pats you on the chest. Says, "Good luck." Uh, the door will lock when you. So don't lock yourself out. Got it. Thank you. Also, if anybody asks, I didn't let you in. No, no, I I was here all along. I've lived here my whole life. It feels like. And. Uh, He'll nod and walk into the room. Yeah. You you walk into the room, and it explodes. No. <laughs> uh, it actually is very tastefully appointed. Um, there is a bed, as to be expected. There. Holy shit! It's a bed. <coughs> My father slept. This changes everything. <laughs> uh, that's what you do on beds? No, well, that's the rumor. I wouldn't know. <laughs> My body doesn't allow me to sleep anymore. Ah, insomnia. Uh, there's a bed. There are... It is a very, very nice bed. Um, it's not like a four-post bed, but it does have a canopy on it. Uh, there is a very well-appointed desk. There's a, a wall of built-in bookshelves full of books and knickknacks. And then there are uh, several just trunks piled up. I uh, suppose Galdrin will start looking through the trunks. Mm -hmm. Just picking them up from the pile, setting them down and opening them up. There are all kinds of clothes in here. Mostly weird costumes. And not like, I don't want to imply they are raunchy costumes, but there is, like, this is the kind of stuff that you would find in an acting troupe. And they are all women. Like, there's not a single man's piece of clothing in here. What what size are they? Uh, if you had to guess, they are probably about artist size. Hmm. Like they are. Meant, it. Yeah. Does it look like any of them have been worn recently? No. Like it, this wouldn't fit you or your father. No. Uh, Galdrin will look at the costumes. I think I know who owned these and. Uh, all the trunks are like this? Yes. So, going over to the... You said there was uh, bookshelves? Yes. Uh, looking at the bookshelves. Galdrian 
recognizes a lot of these books as uh, his favorite bedtime stories and fairy tales that his mom read to him. Uh, these are in much better condition than the books you had growing up. In fact, it looks like most of these have been read probably once or twice and then put back on the shelf. And then, uh, well, uh, you said, uh, is there like a desk or something? Mm-hmm. Start investigating the, the desk and, and, uh, looking everything over and seeing if there's like any personal belongings, letters, anything like that. So it's, uh, a roll type desk, a roll top desk, and it's got a hutch that has three sections on it. And when you flip open the biggest one, they're just stacked neatly are piles of letters in envelopes. And sitting on top of them is a uh, jewelry, like a long jewelry box that is thin. Uh, it looks like a necklace box. Daldrin will slowly open it up. Uh, inside is a metal chain. And there are two metal rings that look like they have been crossed and then welded together. We'll smile a little bit and then close the box and uh, look at some of the letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the top ones are correspondence between um, a woman who is unnamed, but it is very feminine loopy elven handwriting and does it match the handwriting that i had in my mother's journal it does mm-hmm. that's what i thought um it is a series of back and forths between her and someone someone who is trying to persuade her to leave hykosia and then there is another set of of uh, letters that look unfinished where she seems like she's trying to explain to someone why she has to leave Hykosia. The person that's trying to convince her to leave Hykosia, do I recognize anything about the... uh... It is also very flowery feminine handwriting. And mostly what you're getting out of it is, like, I understand that you're happy, but Hykosia is not a place to raise a family and there's a whole family here who will take care of you and yours um, and you need to come back and uh, he'll uh, slowly seal the letters since now it's starting to feel like he's intruding a bit but uh, but then he'll look at the ones trying to convince her and it looks like his father's handwriting or it looks like she was trying to explain, to, explain your father to your father yeah. why she didn't want to live in Hykosia. And mostly what it what it revolved around is that without getting into a lot of the personal details, she felt like everything here was fake, that it was purchased for her. Like even her friends were only her friends because of the fact that she was with him. And, seems appropriate enough. And in the last letter, um, so it starts with her trying to 
explain this, and it looks like she has tried to write this letter many, many times. And, like, this one has blots on it that look like teardrops. And in very masculine, differentiated writing underneath this one, um, there's a note that says, I understand, we don't have to stay. Let's pack up and leave tonight. And it has your father's signature. Why couldn't you have been a bastard? Why did you make me mourn you? And he'll uh, walk over to the bed and just sit down on it and, and uh, sigh to himself and for a few seconds. And then just, he's going to take the necklace with him. Mm -hmm. um, and But he's going to uh, see if there's anything else in the room that strikes him as pertinent. Um, only in as much as, like, these are things that your mother would have interacted with. Yeah. Um, Any it, pictures or anything like that? No. No paintings, no. Well, not um, any paintings of... Like, there might be a sketchbook, we'll say, of things that she might have sketched, for better or worse, but, like, nothing of her directly. So, uh, Galdrin will probably take some of the sketches and say, oh, Ardith would have... She would have something, all right. And probably take some of the books and say, and uh, and then probably the letter with the teardrops, mm -hmm. and he'll stash them and uh, and just uh, he's just gonna lie down on the bed for a little bit. Well, all that's going on. Where are you? I have found the madam. Oh, have you? Yes. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm asking her how things are, how, how are, and I name off some people that I brought her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're, you're talking to this individual. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Because you're not getting much back. Mostly there's this halfling behind a, like a harlequin mask who is nodding along with you. So I brought you someone. Go on. It is the son of somebody. Somebody important? Yes. All right. What do you want me to do with that information? Lunar storm. She kind of gives you the like, shh, shh, shh. All right. All right. What about it? So talk to him. About what? I, your father pays us to keep a museum to his dead wife. I mean, maybe talk about, you know, give him something. Like what? I know for a fact he's already in the room. Okay. But maybe how nice his mother was? How well liked she was? Well, I didn't know her. 
I can't. I'll lie to him. Well, no, that's not going to help anybody. Well, then I don't know why you want me to tell him things that I can't confirm or deny. Isn't there somebody here that still works here? No. That knew her? Not like that. It was... Do you have the books of her clients? No, she didn't take any clients when she was here. I mean, even before... Well, I guess that's true. Okay. Well, Over there. I can neither confirm nor deny that your mother was a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you had a mother. Um, well, we need to give him something. You need to come up with something. I just, what work can I give him? He's he's in the room. Uh huh. That's all his. Okay. Why did he want you to keep this museum of her? For him. For the son. That's the whole reason this place exists. Tomorrow, okay. So this place is probably going to be gone. So tell him this. He needs to know. It matters why this place was around. It matters that his father kept this stuff for him. You need to tell him. But it doesn't really matter. They're gone. But it does matter. What does it matter to you? Well, how about this? If you're, if it's so much as supposed to be closing tomorrow and everything because whatever. No, that's whatever. not what I said. I said tomorrow, if he takes the stuff from the room, then this place has no purpose. And how do I know that some grand decree is not going to come down from, and she points... Uh, in time to see uh, Reese just, you know, wildly swinging by from someone like him that this place is no longer needed and our services are not necessary and then we go to the gladiator pits. Oh no, see, I, that will not happen. I will make sure of that. So You're going to kill the pixie? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not... I'm not telling you to, <laughs> but it wouldn't hurt. Okay. No promises either way, but I can at least guarantee you won't be thrown in the gladiator pit. Even fantasy lawyers are hated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I have a great deal of respect for lawyers personally. Uh, I just love hitting that trope. Uh -huh. uh, Anyways... And what's to say? He's not going to leave the stuff here. Fine. Or Fine. donate the stuff to you. Fine. I'll talk to him. Thank you. That is all I asked. Just talk to him. I don't know why. I'll talk to him. I didn't know his mother. That's fine. Tell him that. I don't care about that. But you need to tell him why this place is around. I think he knows why it's around. He's not stupid. Anybody going into that room is going to know why this place is here. I'll do it. I'll do it. Thank you. Like now? Yes, like now. Okay, just checking. 
Making sure you didn't have another important place to be. They're all important places to be. I mean, that's true, but... Do you know how hard it is to run this place? Oh, I'm sure. I can only be in one place at a time. Do you want me to bring him to you? Do you think that would make it easier? Maybe. Okay. can just see the snow. All right, now tell him. <laughs> you tell him what you told me. Uh, she says, fine, if, if you want. So, so stay here. No, bring him to my office. Okay, I can do that. Where, where is her fucking office? I would assume I'd done that. The joke is on her. There is no office. <laughs> she just takes off the mask and books it. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Does uh, Galadrian still have his mother's journal? I mean, he kept mm-hmm. it. In his, yeah. It's a little waterlogged and, you know. Acid burned. <laughs> uh, you know, you've kept it pretty well. Yeah. I mean, imagine he's he's got an adventuring bag, probably has some sort of enchantment or on a minor, not like Didn't a Didn't we have the, I don't remember what it was called, the bag of whatever holding or something like that no. for no, stuff disappeared? Just... Nope. That was uh, Talia. Yeah. Um, but, uh, darn. I think, uh, Galdrian's going to leave that journal on the desk. Yeah. And then he's, he's gonna go to sleep. Yeah. There's, there's a knock relatively shortly. A short knock relatively shortly. <laughs> uh, while all that's going on, Reese. You've been around the dance floor a few times. You've had your fun, taken a dip into a few uh, cocktails. Pies. Yes, you've fingered some pies. Standard Thursday night, yes. <laughs> also need it's, a... It's Tuesday. I, I need a I need a safe for work shirt for, for this. It's like, I'm going to go finger some pies. <laughs> um, you've... you've done all of this and almost every time you turn around somewhere within your line of sight there is a woman um she you recognize giants she is giant blooded somehow Uh, she has the coloration and she's tall she's not like Giant. Giant size. She's maybe six and a half, seven foot tall. Stands out in the crowd. She stands out. Um, she Get is, that turkey baster birdie. She is trying not to stand out. She's in the law. <laughs> the, the, the reason she stands out is every time you look over at her, she is putting a notebook up. And she is staring at you, having just written something, and you catch her, and she just kind of like shuffles her notebook into her bag. Oh, shit. I'm gonna try and find Galdrian. You, uh, you know precisely where Galdrian is at. He is, he is upstairs. So as I fly up, you said it was several flights. Yeah, he's basically on the fourth of five stories. So I'm gonna go up three stories, and I'm gonna watch her and see, like, from a higher vantage point, what is she doing? Okay. Are you just like actively watching her? Are you trying to continue gonna, carousing, or I'm I'm going to act like I'm like I'm gonna have, still having fun. Yeah, yeah. 
That's a one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you! <laughs> hey, bear fucker! <laughs> uh, no, it's slightly more subtle than that. <laughs> um, we'll say there's just this moment where uh, through no machinations of his own, Reese gets slingshot into uh, into the the uh, the bosom of some woman, and he's not quite able to to get out of the way. And there's just that awkward eye contact of you watching this woman watching you, and you both realize that you're you're onto each other. And she uh, she's followed you up a story, realizes this, and then just turns around and walks back downstairs. Shit. Um, the the girl the girl I'm who caught try you, and climb out of the cleavage. I guess. <laughs> the girl who caught you like pops you up, <laughs> sets you free, and is like, "Well, you could have stayed." <laughs> uh, shit, shit, shit. Um, not the compliment she was hoping for. Yeah, she looks kind of offended, actually. <laughs> Great time, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go zipping quickly. To uh, Galdrian in my little knocks. Yeah. I'm already knocking. Yeah, I was gonna say she's knocking at the bottom of the <laughs> hey, door. You're knocking at the top is... of the door. She's like, she's like, knock, knock, knock me. I'm like, <laughs> Galdrian's going to open the door. There, hey. There's one one agitated gnome and one agitated pixie. I Sorry. found, I found the. So I want to say, I gotta say, I found I, the map. Don't they're on to us. Who's they? I found the madam. Right. Uh, I'm supposed to take you to her office. Circle back to that. Giant lady followed us. Lots of notebooks. You're in trouble. We gotta go. Let's talk about that part. (laughs) Uh, Why why is he in trouble? Uh, Follow me. Giant lady down there. Call your forearm friend because... We're in trouble. Why is she trouble? I'm not sticking around for you to ask me. I'm zipping out the hallway. Sina, my, uh-huh. by the way, has uh, been helping the band. Have they finished setting up this damn stage yet? Yes. Okay. It, it consists of, uh, let's see. Let me consult the notes here. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two, four, six, seven orcs. Mm. And they have finished setting up their, their tribal, their tribal setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very clearly calculated for display. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they are particularly interesting to get along with. Mm-hmm. Um, what you have gathered thus far from them, uh, is that their names are, uh, Thag, 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 and Aleppo. <laughs> Are they all set up and ready to go? Yeah. Okay. I will say thank you for having a for this pleasant conversation, and then like start heading up the stairs to, the, to where I last saw Galdrin. Yeah, you you uh, see uh, Reese probably like zip out from one of the the upper stories. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to home in on that because obviously there's trouble. Um, because, especially, these two should not be let out of anyone's sight. And this one's supposed to protect. 
Poe is safely carousing and debauching. Thank you very uh, much. Give, give me a good old perception check. Sure. And I'm going to calculate all my shit this time. Yes, far be it for me to steal your bonuses. No, I stole my own bonuses. Oh, well, there you <laughs> Last go. Last time. I should have added a four to that. And now I need a D20. It's going to be at the bottom. My chalk. Let's do the chalk. Aha, the last dice on the list. Natural 20. Okay. For Uh, a total of 28. So, you bump into someone who is rushing past you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And they drop something. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When you look up, there is a particularly large partial giant mm-hmm. lady who has dropped a notebook right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sees you. It looks like she's about to grab the notebook. I gotta go by. And she just takes off, like pushing people out of the way, mm-hmm. leaving the notebook in the floor. I guess this is mine now. I wonder what her problem was. Uh, you... Continue to go upstairs. Yeah, continue to go upstairs? Yeah. You grab the notebook, stuff it in your bag, go upstairs. Um, there's there's Galdrian. There's, uh, yeah. Yes, Jola. you. Jola. I, I know. I, you keep, like, cutting me off half a second before I say the name. He said it first. I did. Both of you. <laughs> um, and there there is Galdrian. He looks uh, physically unharmed. So, how did it go? Apparently there's a woman with a notebook trying to kill him. Giant! Giant woman! Mostly giant! They're all big to me! This notebook? I'm gonna pull it back out and show him. Yes, that notebook, but where's the giant? Going downstairs? We need to stop her now! Alright, uh... I'm sorry, what? Why? What's in the notebook? She's a reporter! Galdrian is going... Oh my gosh, all this over a reporter? Are you serious? What? Why does it matter if there's a reporter and Galdrian is, like, taking the sheets off the bed as we speak and opening the window and... (laughs) Calmly doing this. (laughs) This is not the first time I've had to escape from a brothel. This time, at least I'm clothed. I can explain it, but we need to catch her first. And Galdrian is already, uh, like... Uh, propelling himself down the side of the building, looking for a giant woman on his way out. You don't need to do that. I'm going to start yelling out the window. You, you don't need to do all this. I'm falling Galdrin. <laughs> I'm falling Galdrin. Yeah, so that's where we'll, uh, we'll end tonight's episode is uh, a, a mad dash and a leap from the, the top floor of a, a brothel. Hey, no, fourth floor. No, fourth, the fourth floor. floor. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the actual top floor is storage. No, the top floor is where the kinky shit happens. It's the penthouse. Storage. Uh, of, you know, kinky shit. Right this way to kinky shit storage. <laughs> we'll pack it in. Wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pack it up. Pack it in. Rawhide. This ended up being a very long episode. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, we might actually need to cut it somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut it at a couple of places. Four episodes. Yay, right. editing! Through the magic of editing.
You wanted it in the can. Welcome you to it in the, the can. yeah. Welcome to the average adventuring party where we kind of lose track of time when we're getting trauma traumatized. Oh, I thought what you were gonna say when you're getting some some. Yeah. yeah. When you're no, only oh, one person yeah. was getting some. Yes, I got some. <laughs> no. Just a little bit. Yeah. Rather, he gave, he, gave, he gave a little bit. Hey, proportionally, I got a whole lot more. <laughs> Galdrian got some. He got to look. Hmm? Hugs Sometime, in the brothel. Yeah, sometimes hugs hugs are yeah. nice. You yes. know, I mean, and none of them are forearm just looking. hugs. None of them were like nine foot tall comforting are you falling in love with your with with his surrogate mother so i I want you to i want you all to know in the end what this is gonna end up having been is just galdrian's weird harem fan fiction (laughs) (laughs) but it's not like sexual in any way it's just he collects strange and unusual (laughs) people to hug him he, he does need some hugs. It's all about oh, them you've got hugs. four arms right here, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so find us at the places, do the things. Hug Galdrian. Hug, <laughs> hug Galdrian. He probably needs it after this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at least I didn't take your jacket. That's the important <laughs> thing. The I mean, jacket's your dad's dead, but the, the jacket's the, still in The dead. jacket's probably going to take Galdrian. <laughs> Galdrian's like, here, take the fucking jacket. Give me my dad back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, you know what he's got now? He's got a dad bod. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, uh, you're not. I was going to say, you know what? For uh, for $10 a month, if we get enough subscribers, I'll give Galdrian his dad back. <laughs> he's pulling out money. He's like, $10. Here you go. I mean, Zenos might uh, adopt you. Zenos might also hate him. Uh, that would make it weird, though, because then Ardith would be a stepsister. Well, I, I mean, like, <laughs> how he adopts I, too, people. have seen Clueless. Yeah. He could be the son-in-law. Adopted that way, right? Yeah, that's true. That's that's, true. that's what Japanese families would do. They would uh, uh, they would adopt the son. Uh, they would adopt a son and marry them to the daughter. And it was... I, was more, I was thinking more along the lines originally of, you know, how Zenos collects people. Mm-hmm. He makes friends with everybody. I mean, I know a guy. Yeah. Listen, we're not going for historical accuracy in any way here, so <laughs> I mean, just get those not thoughts even right the out same of your history. All right, all right. I'm gonna let these guys go to sleep since we stayed way late on this episode. Moving's well, hard, guys. You know, Galdrian's very thorough when he goes to a brothel. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna fuck anything, and I'm gonna get lots of hugs. And uh, just just a PSA from someone who works in real estate. Um, probate your wills, or be prepared, prepared to do affidavit for airships. And on that note, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see y'all next time.